0: This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple
1: near you. This is the Hollywood Raw podcast, hosted by entertainment veteran Dax Holt and street journalist Adam Glynn. Welcome to Hollywood Raw, Raw Rundown. Is that what we call it?
0: <laughs> you say the Hollywood <laughs> Raw Raw Rundown.
1: <laughs> yeah, I think that's what it. Is our first
0: time doing this, guys? Please forgive us.
1: Yeah, no. Welcome to the Hollywood Raw Raw Rundown, where we give you the top ten stories of the week. My name is Adam Glenn, joined by my buddy Dax Holt out in California. How are you, my friend?
0: I'm doing good. I'm doing good. I'm ready for this Raw Rundown today. Right, well, this week was kind of crazy for us. Um, you know, with all so of crazy. This, uh, yeah, had this Jim Ed- Edmonds interview that was just everywhere. I saw all the sites picking this thing up. It was, it was nuts, but also we saw into- people. I, I saw some people happy with it. Other people really not happy with the interview. It was just kind of everywhere.
1: Here's what I'll say about it. It's like we reach out. It's funny. We're, so we have this, if you're, not in our private Facebook group. We have this private Facebook group called Off the Record. Uh, and I really strongly suggest you guys join it. It's just a cool community of everyone kind of giving each other news stories. We kind of answer questions. We also tell some stories that's going on within the week. And all the time, people write down, like, hey, you should have this person on, that person on. And trust me, we would love to have a lot of these celebrities on. However, it's not easy getting these people as guests. It's like you have to deal with their team, their people, and stuff. We reach out to Everyone, and sometimes when everyone goes left, we want to go right. And one person, like we reached out to, was like, "Hey, you know, we haven't heard what they had to say." Was Jim Edmonds, and him and his new wife came on the podcast. We asked some questions, and first time meeting him, never met him in person. First time I ever talked to him was on the podcast, and they agreed to come on the podcast and say their side of the story. And listen, it's very controversial. Some people are um, believe them, some people don't believe them. I don't know what to believe because there's always his side, there's her side, and there's the truth. So I,
0: and I'm not you picking know what, sides. Adam, I, I had a lot of people say that it it seemed like we were picking a side, and I have to say, like in full transparency, I had I'm not a Real Housewife of OC fan. I I never watched the show, and. Most of what I know or knew about Jim was through media articles about him with Megan talking about him, and that's and that's the picture that was painted to me was everything that she's always said about him, which was always one sided in her direction. So, um, I, I'm you know if it came across one sided, I apologize. That was not the, the intent of it. Um, I think it was like. We wanted to ask them the questions that we saw in the media. And so that's what we did. And, you know, the guy wanted to defend himself and, you know, sorry if it came off one sided; That was not the intent of it. We just wanted a, a good interview and we wanted to hear his side of the story.
1: He was, you know, I clearly he was angry, you know, like he kind of went right into it. Like, OK, I think that's what, you know, he he was angry. But that was his first time speaking about it. And I i don't i'm again i'm not picking sides because again i don't follow the whole triangle that much because again i'm surprised I mean. you don't watch housewives oc more since you're in the you know you're an oc guy
0: i've never been into it no i've never i i watched real housewives of beverly hills for a little bit but not oc for some reason i don't know just never been my thing yeah
1: but hey listen yeah. we um we're try, we try to reach out to everyone you know listen we love to have everyone come on the podcast. There's, there's no rhyme or reason. We, we throw out so many grenades out there, and we wait to see what reacts. And um, that was it. I actually had a crazy week. I'm still recuperating. I was in Vegas last weekend. When was the last time you were in Vegas, Dex? Um, probably like six months ago. Is it, do you think Vegas is the same?
0: I've, I'm, in regards to
1: what? just in general it was just weird dude and maybe i never went out during like the the winter but like i went out to the clubs because i'm a douchebag and um it was just like seeing like the vibes like it was just like I don't know it's just a weird vibe it's not first of all not a good looking crowd guys and girls it was just weird characters everyone's different shapes and different like looks like some there's some dudes that look like they, they breathe out of gills you know um it was some gross looking guys there man and uh, But I did meet uh, this one DJ who's like one of the biggest DJs in the world, Cascade. Um, yep. Super nice guy. He's actually uh, a Mormon. Um, not, not that like, oh, he's a Mormon, but he's a Mormon, which I didn't know. Um, but really nice guy. So it was, I actually got to go see him do his thing and see how people like idolize him and got to be like at his like table and yeah, see what huge. goes on. But yeah, but really nice guy. So that was cool. But that was my, yeah, nothing crazy in Vegas. Just did some any, interviews any out there. Any celebrities at the club? So, actually, this is kind of funny. Um, one of the guys I was with knew Randall Emmett. So, we were actually, like, he was texting with Randall Emmett. We were trying to meet up with Randall Emmett. And I was, like, really, like, I was, like, man, I want to meet this guy. But it didn't happen because he was, like, somehow happened. he was, like, busy. We were trying to see if we could meet up with OJ um, and go, like, oh, visit God. him. But that didn't happen. The only celebrity OJ and Randall like,
0: Emmett are the two names that you're throwing out here on your Vegas. I know. <laughs>
1: no. Talking about characters, talking about winners, huh? Um, the only <laughs> celebrity I I saw I got to meet well, it was like I saw the uh, DJ Tiesto there, and I saw and I got to meet Cascade, mm-hmm. and then I saw like a UFC fighter. But besides okay. that, there wasn't much else there. So, but all right, that's my uh, my my Vegas review. Um, we have reviews about our podcast. Do you have two reviews ready for us?
0: I got, here we go. This one comes from susnurse 46 five star, just found this. I love this podcast. I've been looking for a new one and stumbled upon raw. I immediately went to the Facebook page and answer, answered the questions for approval. And I am listening back episodes. I feel like I'm sitting down on an afternoon just talking to two friends. Just love it. Well, I love it because I do feel like our Facebook group are our friends. Like I legit yeah. have like love for all my Facebook peeps. Our, our raw keeps yeah. over there. All I'm right, so let's dogs. get to one more. Thank you, Sussners. Um, This one comes from Park iTunes. Five stars. Love this. Heard the host of this pod uh, on Demois. Now addicted. Working my way backwards. Nonstop. All weekend. Love it. We'll listen to the latest ones as I work backwards. Very funny and entertaining. Two thumbs up. Can't wait for more. Love it. Nice. Go back. Listen to that archive. There's some good shit back in the day. Well, there is all the time.
1: <laughs> yeah. All right. But there's now some on, really good stuff on to our top 10 stories of the week. This was a uh, it was a fun week. Um, Not too. Yeah, not too heavy, a, which was not good. too heavy. I mean, it's never it's never all, you know, just everything's just champagne and just nice issues. But like you know. last
0: last raw rundown was like we put it up and then two seconds later, oh, lisa marie president we're like oh shit gotta do an update then we had to do that later put it up again oh kanye west apparently gets married we're like oh god damn like can't get through this raw rundown (laughs) this week i think we're good hopefully hopefully there's no updates after we record this
1: exactly all right starting with number 10 jacks with the number 10 story of the week
0: uh number 10 is pamela anderson names the one man she's ever truly been in love with i don't think we're surprised here to hear it's tommy lee she is putting out her new book called Love Pamela, where she sits down uh, and talks all about her life and her ups and downs. I mean, she's had a really interesting, well, fascinating life, I must say. Um, but she did this. Um, I guess there was an excerpt shared with People Magazine, so they kind of got to like put out the uh, the first story about the book. Uh, but she gets into her love with him and how like they were just having a lot of fun back in the day and just wanted to make love and have babies and travel and like just have a great time and she's like i didn't realize at the time like i think he was the one person like i truly truly loved and i mean that's kind of a jab for all her other husbands like rick solomon and kid rock and i mean she was recently married to what her bodyguard dan like hayhurst i think it was back in like 2020 so kind of a jab to all her other husbands but um Nevertheless, I mean, you could tell those two were in love back in the day, but she just said the release of that sex tape is ultimately what ended up kind of killing their relationship. It got leaked out. It was a a video that was not supposed to be seen by the world, and it led them down the road to splitting and separation.
1: I only know the inside of what happened based on from the book that was made into this show that was on FX that came out this past year, which was very entertaining However, it was also, you know, it makes it give you Pam's perspective and how much it kind of hurt her career a little bit and changed the way you kind of see her. It was sort of sad, you know. Um, yeah. And again, I, here's a guy like, you know, when the video came out, I was obsessed with the video. I thought it was insane. It was incredible, you know, because, you know, we were at, there was a period of time where there was a lot of celebrity sex tape. She was the first, but it was like, you know, now I look back and I was like, man, it was sort of sad how it came about. Um, but I will say from Listen, a lot of people saw that sex tape, you know, at the time, and I'm guilty of it too. From everyone who saw it, you could see that they were obsessed with each other. Like they loved each other. And it was actually sort of nice in a way, not just like, mm-hmm. like they actually felt like they enjoyed each other. But um, yeah, I think this book's going to do pretty well for Pam. I feel like she's just been kind of sitting there. And you no know one's crazy about Pam mm-hmm. Anderson though. And you know, he was married to, she was married to Kid Rock and Kid Rock was doing an interview I think with Howard Stern. And Kid Rock said this about Pam Anderson. He goes, The hardest thing in Hollywood is being famous with no money. And everyone was alleging that he was talking about Pam Anderson, Um, Mm. which is tough. She
0: was still living in a a pretty uh, big ass Malibu house there for many, many, many years.
1: Yeah, but But the money could have been in the home and there's no cash flow, you know? So that's true.
0: And I think that's 100% accurate. It's like, people having to maintain their lifestyle, maintain their appearances, maintain all of that, your reputation when nothing's flowing in, that's tough.
1: Yeah, I'm uh I think this book's going to do pretty well with Pam. I think it's going to be good to hear her side of everything cuz we really again, we haven't got to hear her side from her perspective. I think she's very unique and interesting. I think there's a lot of stories about Pam that we probably won't hear from like, Mm -hmm. again, I want to hear more about the parting and stuff like that. But this seems more about like the romance stuff. But I do know that Pam was going out for a while. Like she was, you know, this is before the social media and cell phone camera days. So there's, you know, she was exposed and around a lot. Will we hear those stories like the really the real good dirt? I don't know. That's to be determined. But that's. That's the stuff I really Bring it want on. Name. I, I she, like fascinating yeah, lives. Come on our podcast, Pam. Again, another person we reached out to. No response. We reached out to her
0: a bunch. We yeah, did. We've always we did.
1: We did. Uh, all right, number nine.
0: Number nine, uh, Flowrider uh awarded 82.6 million dollars for a breach of contract case this is a really big deal um so basically he, he went to a court because he he found that the maker uh, sorry let me let me restart that one so he was awarded 82.6 million on Wednesday after a south florida jury found that the makers of celsius energy drink breached a contract with the rapper um because they said they seemed to be hiding money from him so uh you know he basically got in with Celsius when they were a smaller energy drink brand. He co-signed on it. This company then just took off, became huge. And uh, he is saying, look, they they claimed that after my, my time with them was done, that that's when they got really big. Not that I was the catalyst to their success. So uh, it seems like a jury has decided um, to side with him that, his involvement helped make them a household name. And so, you know, it's funny, I was reading through this whole story, and basically, even though that he went to, like, court against him, he still is drinking their products. He's a fan of their products. He even said, he's like, I still just want my ownership and... I I want to continue drinking their products. I like their stuff. Helping something start from the ground up and watch it success. He's like I, I feel like it's my baby. So I don't feel like he has any ill and you know like feelings towards them. He just like I want what's owed to me at the end of the day, and that's what he's
1: going to get. Yeah, um, crazy money. Like again, when he wins that much money, how much money does he actually take home?
0: I mean, between lawyers, fees, taxes, everything. I mean, I'm going to assume half.
1: You, you actually think it's half. I was going to even say less than that. But I mean, um, maybe less. yeah, so, I mean, he's going to bring him a lot he of he money. He basically said, eight. look,
0: he would rather have 1% ownership in the company, which he was promised. And in lieu of the monetary award from um the jury. Isn't that crazy?
1: good lawyers, good lawyers. But I was crazy. Like afterwards, I felt like he did. It was a little cocky. It was a little weird. He was doing like a press conference with the media that was outside the courtroom. And he like cracks open a Celsius can and starts drinking the drink in front of the, like, and I was like, <laughs> he okay. likes
0: the product at the end of the day. He likes the product.
1: Hey, good for him. I probably his biggest payday yet. You think that's probably Rider's biggest payday he's ever gotten has to be right.
0: Hmm. No, the guy's been pretty successful yeah sure. i mean he
1: has made some pop songs that probably do well You know it's a funny story about flow Rider. he one time mm-hmm. we were doing the tmz tour bus i remember and uh, he was like we were doing some like promo where it was like collaborating with him to do a promo with him so he came yeah. on the bus with these like girls and but he came on the bus and he didn't even talk to the girls and he didn't have much to say and i remember like in the meatpacking section of new york city and I went to the girls like, so do you guys know Flo Rida? And like, they're like, he hasn't spoken to us all day. Like, I was like, oh, so I guess he was doing media with these girls. And part of his thing is like, he walks around girls and the girls yeah. were just paid to be there. But like, they were just like regular, they were good looking women. But like, they're like, yeah, he, he hasn't spoken to us. And I actually think I have a photo <laughs> of like me, the girls on Flo Rida, And it's just a funny photo.
0: All right. You know how long it took me to find it, figure out that his name was Florida. That was like <laughs> so long. Like I, someone said it once and I was like rider, Florida, Florida I had no idea
1: <laughs> <laughs> I could see that uh,
0: that's oh all right God, all right
1: number eight
0: uh number eight Kyle Richards wants Chrissy Teigen on Real Housewives of Beverly Hills um not surprised because you know obviously Lisa Renna is headed out um and so they need to fill that spot so they said bring Chrissy Teigen on which I mean, don't get me wrong. She would be a fantastic ad, but she is not. I don't think she's into the drama like the rest of like the rest of them. I don't think she's going to give the drama that Real Housewives of Beverly Hills fans are they expect and they want. Um, And I think that she feels the same way, you know basically in the past she said uh and this is Chrissy Teigen saying this. she said a lot of people think that i love conflict or would be good on the real housewives or something i'm like no 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 that's what she told entertainment tonight last year um yeah she'd be a big name to add but it's not going to happen
1: yeah i don't think chrissy it, it, the the risk to reward is too much and i don't think they have the money to pay her what she'd want and I think also, like, she's doing, like, hosting stuff on her end. You know, like, she's got, like, mm-hmm. enough money, you know, str- you know, cash streaming into her career that she doesn't really need it. She's a fan of the show, and I think that's what she likes. She likes bringing the attention that she's a fan of the show. Um, but, yeah, I can't see Chrissy doing it. And I, no, I think she's more become a celebrity from being a fan of the show. And I think that's what people like her more. She's like, Oh my God, she Chrissy watches a show just like we do. And she like responds to the show just like we do. So the risk reward is just not worth it for her. But there's more too about okay. Kyle Richards. So talk, talk about more about what Kyle's. Yeah. Doing.
0: what? Is, so Kyle setting the record straight on this, uh this, I guess this drug weight loss drug that has been a big craze in Hollywood. It, what is it called? Ozmip. Uh, Ozempic. Ozempic. Os- Os- O-z- 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 I don't know how to, say, how to say It's it. a shot. Um, it, yeah. So it's this weight loss drug that I, I guess it's used for a bunch of other things, not weight loss, like to help treat diabetes, lower blood pressure, or lo- lower blood sugar, and encourage insulin production. And so that's what it's originally used for. But now... Hollywood's got onto the fact that, oh, it helps you lose all this weight. And so every time she posts photos and she looks skinny, people will start to say, oh, is this because of that drug? And she is now very publicly been denying the fact that she is not using this. This has not, she, she is not taking this. She is not on. Ozemic.
1: Ozemic. 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 Ozemic.
0: You have, we have <laughs> no idea how to say this guys. So clearly we are not on it. Um, but uh she she's trying to set the record straight that she is not on it. I don't know. What what are your wh- why is this drug becoming so famous? I'd Dude, never even heard so of it until this I was
1: actually trying to work on this story for a while. So this was like in the past probably about s- six weeks, people have been talking about this drug. And it's I think it basically like an insulin shot that it's sort of like an insulin shot that you kind of shoot into your stomach a little bit. Um from what I'm told uh, it doesn't make you hungry, so it makes you lose your appetite, but still doesn't make you lose like the energy. Um, mm-hmm. but it helps people like get to the weight they want. And then they could kind of like, you could lose the weight quickly, then you're stuck at that weight. Then it's up to you. A lot of people have been taking this and I was trying to do a story about this cause I knew some people in the industry, actors, celebrities that were doing this. And there's some very big people that are doing this drug and. I, I felt bad doing the story about three months ago because I was afraid that I, I'd be the one outing, I don't know, that I would probably out their, their drug that's making them feel good. Um, I mean, there's you can get cancer from it. I mean, it is there is some dangers to the drug. However, it's very, very popular, and there's a lot of celebrities doing it. And I can't say which celebrities were doing it, um, but it's, I mean, I think Chelsea Handler just joked about it at one of the, at the Crick's Choice Awards. Um, I think, um, also, uh, Heather McDonald actually has been talking about it recently, but I knew about this drug for like a couple months now. And, um, I was afraid to do this story or I was afraid that people wouldn't pick up the story, but lately it's been a buzzword and now people are talking about it more, but
0: a buzzword that we cannot pronounce.
1: (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. Uh, All right. More. Here's another housewife, uh, more housewives news at number seven.
0: Uh, Jen Shah, is being ordered to complete a mental health program after her present sentence. So, you know, she was sentenced to 78 months in federal prison and five years of supervised release, which will include approved mental health treatment. Obviously, this stems back to her defrauding lots and lots of people through wire fraud um, and Uh, For her nationwide telemarketing fraud scheme, is I guess the the actual terminology, but I'm not surprised. I mean, I think this is a a good thing for someone. You know, it's definitely a buzzword, and I can see why everyone's picking up on this story. But I think, in all reality, she does have some mental issues here that need to be addressed, and just going to prison doesn't necessarily solve that. So coming out and then having to enter a mental health treatment program, I think, is a good thing. That's the way to get back into society.
1: Yeah. No, it it is. I mean, I think it's, but who pays for that treatment? She does, right?
0: I'm sure she does. Yeah.
1: Okay. And where does like, I think that's the, the, the shit that people might give her. It's like, okay, where you could be paying back money that you owe.
0: It might be, she has to do a program, figure out if you're going to go to a classy one, or you're going to go to the free one down the street, you know, and being her, she may go. I don't want to go to the free one down the street because I'm Jen Shaw. So I'm going to pay for a more upscale resort style one.
1: Yeah. Um, do you? He, the question is for me is, and this is the part. I just I wonder if she she actually feels sorry. You know, and I say that because. At BravoCon this past year, she wasn't invited to BravoCon. And she showed up, and there was some backlash about her coming to the hotel. And like people are trying to not allow her into the hotel. And she showed up, and was like, "Are you looking for cloud? Like, what? What was the reason to come for BravoCon when you weren't going to get picked up for the show? It was almost mm-hmm. like, were you trying to take advantage of this the situation, or like enjoying
0: I, her last tour out yeah, in public?
1: I mean, I get it, but also. You have to understand people who got, you know, you you actually hurt people. So, you know, you wonder if she actually learned her lesson or she. Well,
0: I think I think that is the exact reason that she should be doing a mental health treatment after to make sure that she is actually sorry and won't do this again.
1: Yeah, it's um, yeah. Hopefully, she learns her lesson. But it's oh, uh, look who's by.
0: I just realized the story was written by Diana Dazworth. We know Diana. Hello, Diana. Okay, moving on.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, That's funny. Um, That's funny. Um, All right, moving on to number six.
0: Number six is Shakira reportedly. Well, this story came out a couple days ago, but I just thought it was so funny that we definitely need to include it. But Shakira reportedly leaving a witch mannequin on her balcony. But what makes it so great is that this balcony is facing her ex-mother-in-law's house. <laughs>
1: Dude, she's on one, huh?
0: Funny. She is on a whole nother level right now. Um, she has been talking all about uh the cheating allegations uh between her and Gerard Piquet, saying that she found out he was cheating because I, I don't know if you've seen all of this going around the internet because of like a missing jam jar or not yeah, enough jam, jam in the jar yeah and so everyone has just been like going wild on social media with that information saying how like she comes home and there's missing jam and she's like who the fuck's my husband sleeping with <laughs> um but uh you know she's been making music basically trashing him um but i guess yeah her her mother-in-law is still her neighbor and um as she she's putting stuff in in her her song, like her song says, you left me the in-laws as my neighbor media outlets at my door and in debt. Um, And this is all in Spanish, by the way, she said, you thought you hurt me, but you made me stronger. Women don't cry anymore. They cash in. Uh, But I love this, like how savage of Shakira to be putting up a witch mannequin facing her mother in law's house like this. is So great.
1: Yeah, it's Shakira is like, I got to give her credit because this here's a guy that went from filet mignon to hamburgers, and uh, with his woman choice. I mean, don't worry about the other Mm. girls; are pretty too. But you had Shakira, but she's been kind of handling this like pretty positive, like and just like, all right, I'm gonna I'm gonna make fun of the, the whole situation. So it's she's she's going at it. Do you think this is actually good for Shakira's career?
0: uh well i think any drama in people's life can sometimes be good for their career i mean because we're all talking about it right like you want to go hear the song uh but they're both kind of playing into this uh and one of the lyrics of in her song she said you you know you traded a ferrari for a twingo
1: the dude showed
0: up to work in a twingo
1: yeah i mean i what do you mean yeah he showed up to work in a twingo no it's crazy (laughs) It's, it's great, like but he's he's playing into it just as much as she is. He's not denying it. I mean, there is Jeff. There's definitely some anger with both sides there. So it's just, you know, they're she, angry. Uh,
0: she apparently has been, by the way, blasting her new song like all day long with the witch on her balcony, so that her mom, her mother-in-law, could hear the song because the whole song is basically bashing Gerard.
1: Yeah, it's anyway,
0: uh, it's, it's so that's so great.
1: I so actually great. I'm I wasn't the biggest Shakira fan and I'm not it's not but it's just like she's becoming more fun to me because the way she's handling it.
0: Oh, I love Shakira. She's awesome.
1: I just don't know much about her, you know, like besides like the songs from like the TRL days. Like I just really haven't seen much of her, but she just I've met her once, very tiny petite. Um pretty, but tiny petite. But to me she's just coming off more likable the way she's handling the whole situation. All right. Moving on to number uh, where we at number six, yeah, five,
0: <laughs> number That's five, right. Todd Christie and Julie Chrisley uh, report to prison on the whole bank fraud tax evasion convictions. We've been talking about this for a while, knowing that they were going to have to report to prison Um This is obviously a a very big deal. They are, you know, ordered to sell. Let's see. He was ordered to serve 12 years. She was given seven. Um, They are not at the same facility, obviously. Um, Well, so let's see. So he went to... Which which facility did he go to? He was assigned to the Federal Correction Facility in Pensacola. And that she was supposed to go to one, but ended up in Lexington, Kentucky. So... They are very far apart and they will be spending quite here's a question for you with with this situation, because you can only call out from prison. Will they ever be able to talk? That's no right
1: question. I don't know how that works. I don't know if they I mean, I'm sure they're able to write letters to each other, but like you're not able to see their significant other for a good amount of time. Like they're going to be different people when they finally run into each other.
0: So I I again. like, the only way that they could possibly stay connected is by doing letters, I'd assume.
1: They can't even send selfies. Imagine what they're going to look like when they get out because they're not able to do the hair, you know, the color to their hair. Like, they're... They're going to be unique. That's the weird part about prison. I wish we could see them, like in the middle of their prison sentence, if they're there for an extended period of time, just to see how like they're changing, how their the looks transition, have like her yeah. beautiful
0: highlights the start to like grow out and all that, no makeup and all that kind of stuff.
1: Exactly. So it's
0: really interesting.
1: Um, yeah, I, I,
0: I am curious if they, you know, in seven, eight, nine years, whatever, if they are still together. Or this takes them apart.
1: Yeah, it's um. Yeah, you're right. I'm curious what's going to happen. It's uh, it's it's. I feel bad for the kids. Do you feel bad for the kids? Um, I
0: mean, I guess because the older and, and not it. Yes, at the end of the day, you feel bad, right? Like the kids had nothing to do with it. Yeah, but they you think they, knew, the they didn't even know idea. Yeah, they get the run to the deal. They lose both their parents to prison. Like, yes, for the kids, I do feel bad. I take that back. I, I feel bad for the kids.
1: I do feel bad for the kids because they just had no idea. And it's just like their parents are the one who brought reality TV onto them. And again, they're the ones who molded their mind a little bit. Their parents, are the one who brought them this kind of uh, extravagant life. And then it's kind of taken away from them. Like they got this platform and all of a sudden like, whoa, I didn't know what was going on. It's sad. It's weird, especially there's a young one there. I mean, there's not as young anymore, but. It's gonna be a weird situation. It's gonna be weird when they come out, but I don't know. We'll see or what kind of guy Todd is when he comes out. You know, I am curious how he does in prison. That's gonna be the answer. Uh, yeah, that's gonna be that's gonna be the question. All right, moving on. Number four.
0: Uh, Number four, um, Britney Spears' husband, Sam, defending her quote-unquote manic episode that was displayed all over the internet the other day. If you didn't see this video, there was a video of her kind of sitting in a diner by herself, talking incoherently, saying gibberish, holding up a menu in front of her face as uh, other fans were videotaping her. Um, And uh, part of that report was that Sam got so mad that he got up and left. Well, he did talk to TMZ cameras um, the other day. Basically. Actually, no, he didn't
1: talk to TMZ cameras. He talked to our friend, Clint. Oh,
0: it was Clint. Yeah. Okay, my bad. I saw it all over TMZ with uh, – okay, so I thought it was TMZ. No, it was a backgrid video. So Sam comes out, starts talking to him to clear up the story and basically saying that, no, 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 no. It's not what you would think. She – she was very frustrated because everywhere she goes and everything she does, everyone wants to pull out a camera and videotape her. And, and and so after a while, he goes, I get it. That that's what comes along with the price of fame. However, it's unfortunate because it starts to really piss her off. And so she was being kind of just hyped up. And he said, I did not get up and leave. He goes, I ran out to the car and came back. But that's the clip was only five seconds long. So you guys saw me not there. But no, I, I did not get up and leave her there to find her own way home. So I don't know. What what are your thoughts? Do you think that's an accurate description or this is a make good story?
1: Um, I kind of believe Sam, you know, again, yeah. I because he the report that came was not from a real reporter, so they're going to do what they can do to sell the video to make the story more extravagant. You know, um, was she kind of making some weird stuff at the table? Absolutely. But him like just like leaving her at the table, that part was I, I, I believe that part that he might have came back. The stuff that she was like speaking gibberish at the table, that part was really weird. I actually like Sam. I think he's a good guy. I think he handles this, this whole situation pretty well. Do you think so?
0: I mean, I don't, I've never talked to him. I don't know him. I don't, I I know him from social media is basically the extent of which I, what I know, Sam. Um, So I don't know. I don't know if he has good intentions, bad intentions. I don't know. I can say that I think that he loves her. I think that, you know, I I can't imagine him getting up and leaving again. There was still a bodyguard there. So maybe he felt like, if he did end up leaving it, he wasn't leaving her alone by herself, you know, with a bunch of fans. <laughs> um, yeah. but I, I, don't know. I don't know if this is them just trying to correct the narrative. It's, it's so hard to tell these days.
1: Yeah, no, because the sure. video it's- was
0: very bizarre. Like her just bouncing around there and talking gibberish. It was a very strange video.
1: Yeah. So it was definitely a weird video. And, um, but I just think, he handles it pretty well that's not the only thing that's been kind of on the britney kind of weird thing she actually got a tattoo uh she got a tattoo on her arm in hawaii recently and then right after she got the tattoo she regretted it and she like filmed herself getting the tattoo and it was just like again everyone who said free britney free britney i feel like that whole movement's been a little bit quiet lately because Uh, i think she
0: got like this this heart tattoo like literally in her hotel room and then immediately regretted and started talking about how ugly it is and i mean it looked like a heart to me (laughs) yeah (laughs) didn't look like it was supposed to be a heart and turned out like a star like it looked like a heart so i don't know what so awful about it but
1: i don't know know, Brittany is just she really is all over the place and i think there's there i don't know i think we need to re I think she needs to meet with her dad and revisit that whole situation. I know people are kinda controversial I know. There's something I don't know. It's kind of off. All right. Number three, Madonna oh, announces yep. Yeah. Yeah, Madonna number announces. Three, she's going Madonna back on
0: tour. announcing her twenty twenty three tour of North America and Europe. Uh and she got uh quite the group together to Dude, be able to announce this. It was huge. She yeah, got little yeah. Little Wayne, Amy Schumer, Eric Andre, Jack Black, Judd Apatow for this dinner party kind of like themed announcement where she's sticking her th- tongue down Jack Black's throat like in total Madonna fashion. This was her way. And what was she do? She was basically reenacting the whole truth or dare clip,
1: correct? So they're playing. It's. First of all, it was just so gross. It was like just it was just a shitty fucking thing. I don't know. Sorry for the being cursing, guys, but it was just corny to me. All the celebrities are sitting around the table and they're doing like truth or dare, and all of a sudden, Amy says, "Hey, Madonna, I truth or dare, dare? I dare is, you to is go on tour." Off,
0: this is playing off her documentary, Truth or Dare, right? Like that. I guess
1: so, but it was just sort of like corny to me. I don't know. It was too like. Celebs are the coolest people. I don't know. I just didn't like it. Madonna's just getting really, really weird lately, and at that age, it just gets a. It feels a little too forced.
0: Okay, here's a question. Put aside the the wild Madonna stuff. Would you go to her concert? Because she's coming to New York next August.
1: If someone gave me the tickets, yes, I wouldn't wouldn't pay pay for for Madonna. No, I wouldn't pay for Madonna tickets. Absolutely not. Okay once I there's very few concerts I would pay to go see (laughs) let's say that I've been very fortunate getting this go like go it's funny if I really really wanted to on Saturday there's a Drake concert and Mm -hmm. I could probably go see Drake at the Apollo and I'm not even excited I'm like eh, I'm okay
0: I've it's funny because I've been given so many tickets that I am in the same the same arena as you like Eh. I like getting tickets, not so much paying for tickets at this yeah. point, which sounds like such a it's, douchey it's such thing a douchey thing. Yeah, um, I get but it. But I feel like Madonna is one of those like I like to see big people like Madonna's huge. I would love to see her perform once because how many more tours is she going to be going on? You know, so but to me, actually... that would be cool to see her perform just to be like, oh, I saw. Yeah, I saw some someone who's iconic perform.
1: But are you actually going to need to hear her sing, or she just do the choreography? You know, is she going to just I make it a show? What I
0: mean, either way, seeing a Madonna show I still think is cool.
1: I, again, if someone gave me the tickets, I'd go see it. Would I go out of my way? No. I don't even know if I'd, I'd even pay for the parking. <laughs> 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 like that's that's how little – I I get your side. I just – She just kind of creeps me out, especially lately. I just feel like she's trying so hard to be cool and relevant on social media, where it just is kind of gross. All right, move on to number two.
0: Number two, Selena Gomez got a new boyfriend, and it's Drew Taggart. You guys know him from the Chainsmokers. Um, There has been all these dating rumors that uh, popped up after they were spotted out at a bowling alley. Um, It seems like these two are actually kind of together, which I don't know. This is kind of kind of fun except for the fact that i swear he was just dating steve jobs's daughter eve um, she's 24 years old and they were literally hanging out on vacation in some i don't know if it was aspen or somewhere cold recently because i saw a bunch of photos of them like celebrating new years together and now all of a sudden he is with selena gomez and by the way eve like deactivated her ig account after this information came out so i'm like was she also surprised because she was just with him and now suddenly he's with Selena Gomez. Um, but he's been linked to a bunch of people like Chantel Jeffries, which do you remember, which is kind of funny because Chantel also dated Justin Bieber.
1: Mm hmm. I, I, yeah, she, yeah, she knows what she's doing. Um, she, Chantel knows what she's doing. I mean, drew man props to him. He gets around. He's like the low key Pete Davidson you know, Mm -hmm. um, where he just gets some cool people. Um, I'm surprised, you know, I'm surprised. Here's the thing is I've met drew a bunch of times. If you were to see drew in person, Mm you would never think he'd be the guy to get all these people, but somehow you get a little bit of fame, a little bit of attention, and then you're in the Then you're in the, you're in that level where you could get that kind of caliber of women. Now, you know, not going with Eve jobs, who is very very pretty and Steve Jobs' daughter. I mean, whoa. That's to me that was I also was...
0: think that I I think sometimes that relationship would be an easier one than one with Selena Gomez. Yes, like you're going your name's going to be out there all of that. But that's got to be a hard relationship because it's under such a, a, a microscope. Most people if Eve walked past you, you're not going to know who she is. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But like
1: that's kind of cool yeah, I think Eve Jobs is just kind of like a cool cool person to date, I don't know, just based on her family, but also she's very, very attractive, very, very wealthy, and also can kind of stay under the radar and not too like attention thirsty, whereas Selena not saying she's attention thirsty, but she just she draws a lot of attention. Especially with this yeah. whole announcement. But then, you know, Eve Jobs deletes her Instagram ba- right after the whole Selena Gomez and Drew kind of become public. They were apparently at a bowling alley in New York City and just kind of making out all over the place. Um, listen, congrats to him. But he's been around. He's He, he does and, very well.
0: And, you know, I watched that Selena um, documentary. So I do want her to find someone because I feel like she is lonely in the love department and I feel like you see that throughout the documentary that she is she wants love she wants to find that partner she just hasn't yet you know I think she truly loved Justin Bieber um and is constantly haunted by all the Justin Bieber comparisons and you know whenever Justin Bieber does anything it's like oh what does Selena say you know so I I hope that she can find whether it's Drew or someone else to kind of like you know, complete her life.
1: All right. This just came in. So this, this, as we're recording, this one just popped up and this is a new story that we have to touch on because it is pretty insane. It's wild. And I honestly, Dax might know better, but I just don't know how this really ends.
0: Yeah, no, I'm, I'm literally reading it as you're talking right now because this is brand new, but Alec Baldwin has been charged with manslaughter in the fatal shooting, um, on that set of rust. um, and keep in mind, I am literally reading this as we're going, but um, let's see, he's been charged with involuntary manslaughter in the fatal shooting of Helena Hutchinson in New Mexico on the, the Western movie Rust. It says that the film's armor, armorer, I guess is how you say it, who is in charge of weapons on the set, uh, Hannah Gutierrez-Reed is also being charged with involuntary manslaughter. And then um, the first assistant director, David Halls, has agreed to plead guilty to neglect using a deadly weapon um and so it looks like wow this is crazy dude um you know it's like we've been talking about this story for so long i didn't think he would be charged with involuntary manslaughter though like again if you've ever been on a movie set or on on some kind of film set like there's people who are in charge of the props and i i do feel like they're the ones that have the sole responsibility to make sure there's nothing in the gun But there's been a lot of actors who also came forward that said, hey, whenever I have a prop gun, I will double confirm myself that it is, in fact, a prop gun. There are no live rounds in it, the whole thing. And so maybe that's why he is being charged. I don't I can't imagine him. you, You don't think they'll send him to jail or anything, right? Even involuntary, like involuntary means obviously an accident. Um like if you're in a car crash with someone, you didn't mean to kill them, but you don't go to jail for that, right?
1: Um, Yeah, no, I, I'm actually, so uh, if you guys see me, you are watching the video, I'm actually texting someone right now. I'm talking to a, actually, so apparently right now, wow, wild. So I talked to a journalist right now. I said, Hey, are you on Alc Baldwin? He says, I just got here. There's tons of media outside his apartment. He just sent me the photo of outside his apartment right now but he said there's a ton of guys outside his apartment in the i don't want to say where it is um
0: so i'm reading it says involuntary manslaughter is always a felony well it, it, this is california because i'm in california is always a felony offense in california if you're convicted of violating a california penal code um uh, two three or four years in california state prison felony probation and a fine up to ten thousand dollars so i don't know if that is the same um in new mexico uh but i'm uh, I don't think they'll make him serve jail time for this. I, I don't know, but I, I don't know the law well enough to give a accurate description of what could potentially happen to, to Alec Baldwin.
1: So if he's, char- but here's the thing: it's yes, involuntary charged. It's like, what do you expect? Go to jail. What do you? What, what do you get if that happens? What do you get? Probation. What do you get? Like mm-hmm. hours of community service. Fine.
0: Yeah, I don't know. Maybe they just need to make sure that someone is responsible for her death at the end of the day.
1: Yeah, it's a and he's got to be so does that ruin him or does that help out that the assistant director pled guilty to negligent use of a deadly weapon?
0: I mean, I I, I think I mean, there's numerous people here that are being held responsible at the end of the day. It's not like it's all on Alec Baldwin. He's just the name on the movie. He's the biggest name there. Um, Shoot, dude. I don't I don't know. I don't.
1: There's no there's no
0: ruins his career because, again, it's an accident. I I mean, I feel like all the other things that he's done in his life has led to ruining his career more than this. He's, You know, because this is an accident. At the end of the day, this is an accident. I don't know. I don't know.
1: Yeah, I don't think anybody knows how this this is just the news. We don't I don't even have an opinion on this because I don't know how this kind of settles i don't know how the dust settles Mm -hmm. here i don't know what the solutions are i don't know how it is i mean i'm sure he paid off the family a little bit like they got
0: no they they definitely i I remember the husband had filed a lawsuit and it was they they reached a settlement in the wrongful death lawsuit yeah so i i know that you know they they were able to walk away with something because yeah that helena who you know i'm assuming brought in quite a bit of money is no longer there they need to still be able to survive so I, I don't i i don't fault them for suing at all
1: yeah so wow wow wow, wow. yeah i i
0: sorry I, we do sound we sound very uh unknowledgeable about this but it's literally breaking as we there's are nothing, recording
1: there's, yeah there's nothing to actually like say except that's the news I don't have an opinion on it. I just, one of those things, I I guess you have to see how it, what the resolution is, how it unfolds. Exactly. All right. Back to the uh, rundown. The number one story of the week.
0: Oh, man, it's a depressing one, but uh, we didn't get to talk much about Lisa Marie Presley's death last week, um, and they are now prepping her her site at Graceland across from Elvis's plot. So she'll be laid to rest this weekend in the exact spot that's being basically excavated now for her. Uh, She'll be right next to her son um, and across from her father. Um, Man, that sucks. This whole story, like I like did not see this coming. I mean, it was just so quick. We saw her at the the Golden Globes and, you know, to the, to now we're talking about her burial. Like, I can't believe we're here.
1: Yeah, it's it's insane. It's wild. I mean, she's got two, you know, twins, too. She's got 2 14-year-old girls who I guess they inherit everything. Um, but apparently from what I'm hearing that Lisa Marie... She blew through a lot of the money, a lot of the inheritance, um, which, and it's just tough. Yeah, but I, I mean, think I
0: me. think with Elvis, I think that's one of those those inheritances that keeps coming in. Like that name lives Someone on. Owns it. Yeah, Grace so AB and continues to to make money. His music continues to make money. I think that family will be well taken care of. Um, but. You know just sad i think she had a really rough life you know we all go oh elvis's daughter but i think i think her life was way rougher than most people would want to acknowledge or admit it wasn't that easy i think living in the shadow of your father is one thing but also not having your father for all those big moments in your life walking down the aisle and you know i, I think there's there was a big shadow over the presley family um unfortunately and then obviously to lose her son to uh suicide in 2020 it's just a lot a lot weighing on this woman's life unfortunately yeah so
1: yeah it's 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 there's a lot there have you ever been to graceland no no so did you see the elvis movie by the way no (laughs) <laughs> I actually just watched it on a plane. It's recently. not like I'm not
0: an Elvis fan. I just it's not like I don't know. Not on my top list of things I wanted to see. Yeah. Whatever. So I,
1: I watched it on a plane recently and I saw I thought the beginning of the movie was really good. The second part, mm-hmm. half of the movie kind of like kind of fell off me, got a little bored, boring to me. I thought the guy who played him, obviously, I thought he did a good job. I just didn't think it was like it was fine. I am he's an interesting like if, very if, very if you're interesting gonna guy
0: ask, like if you have these big entertainers and you have elton john's life story or elvis's i would i'm going to lean towards elton john's cuz his life is crazy you know what i'm saying like his life was so wild that i want to watch that um You know, or Madonna's. I don't know. There's so many other people that like I've wanted to watch their life story. I, I really like Elvis. I just. Oh, by the way, I do have to say I'm sorry to everyone. God damn. I got ripped apart on the Facebook group for saying Elvis and Linda Thompson were married. My bad people. I. In my mind, that was accurate. I am sorry. They just dated, so I need to make sure that I clarify from last week. They were not married, Um, and so my, my bad on that one. Anyway. Uh,
1: in, in defense of Dax, we record – again, we said again, We record the episode, and then she passed away, and we had to do it like late at night and just add that to the story. So it was just like we had to get it in before our deadline. So it was just a lot going on there. But, yeah, it's – um. A lot of fans are dropping off flowers at Graceland. It's a very, very sad situation. She's going to be—you know—it's going to be—it's it, just wild. It, it really is. It's just to think of the family and what what's happened with the family and Elvis's story and how he passed away at such a young age. I don't know. There, I, I get the interest with it. It's—they um, still don't know exactly how she passed away. They're still going through the. Um, toxicology reports but um I'm interested in to see exactly what happened because you know you saw her just a few days before at the uh, an award show and she was doing the red carpet and she was she' didn't Lopez seem great. so
0: that she seemed a little bit out of it yeah Billy Bush no, said the same thing Mario or Billy, Billy Bush yeah, Billy Bush actually yeah Billy saying that uh, she she just didn't seem her normal self and that she was kind of distant and he felt like there was something up. And maybe he's at a good point because, you know, the yeah, hindsight's twenty twenty. I don't know.
1: Yeah. All right. Well, that's our top ten stories of the week. Thank you guys for listening. Make sure you uh, like and subscribe on YouTube, uh, leave a review for us. Go to uh, follow us on our Facebook group off the record. It's a really fun community where we all get to talk smack on all the everything going on in pop culture and the entertainment news world. Follow me at, at Adam Glenn, follow Dax Holt at, at Dax Holt. We'll see you guys next time. Ciao ciao.
0: Bye.
1: Ahora Media Production.